What's up, everybody? I'm Zach Witovich. And I am Charlie Bertwistle. And per usual, it's the building code. Yeah. What if it wasn't? What if it wasn't? <laughs> but luckily it is. We, we're announcing today a rebrand of the building code. To the Zach and to Charlie the building show. building code. Oh, okay. Yeah, we could do that. Or... <laughs> oh, you want to go to the full Zach and Charlie show? Yeah, might as well. Yeah, we're taking this thing international we're taking this thing extremely downhill <laughs> get ready to unsubscribe this intro smooth as silk charlie it's good to see you here in the studio it's a little warm in here today but cold outside the times are changing out there always yeah. a good time but Zach, i'm glad uh instead of that nice little banter we were doing you'd rather talk about the weather <laughs> that's that that midlife crisis energy. <laughs> who do well, we got today buddy well, today we have Sean Gallagher, who is the founder of Jasper Builders um, out in Mooresville, North Carolina, longtime Builder Trend user, and very excited to have him in today uh, because we're going to be talking about building community. I feel like the past few episodes we've touched on this a little bit. Um, Jasper uh, Builders and Sean are a great resource, so very excited to pick his brain. I'm really interested to get his perspective on how this is a priority for him and his business and ultimately we're hoping that you will kind of learn why you should go out into your community and see what other contractors are doing you never know what you might learn exactly but let's not have zach and i tell you about it let's have sean tell you about it so let's get him in here hey sean welcome to the building code it's so great to have you here we always like to ask our guests tell us a little bit about your company and yourself and how'd you end up in construction give us your journey a little bit yeah, so I, I'll, I'll tell I'll, I'll abbreviate it the best I can. <laughs> so, um, like a lot of folks that are in construction, I grew up in this uh, business. My um, uh, stepdad at the time drove a truck, a delivery truck for a lumber company in upstate New York. And doing that, he just he made a lot of contacts, and he always ended up with a side hustle on the weekend, right? So he would always go work with these builders that he was delivering material for during the week and then uh on the weekends he would go you know do um miscellaneous jobs and stuff for them so i would ride with him in the summer times i would ride on the delivery truck with him he'd let me keep the tips and then i'd go with him to these jobs on the weekend um, you know, to go work with these different builders. And uh, so I've been on a job site pretty much my whole life. Um, had a little kitchen renovation business in college, upstate New York, um, that kind of funded me through that and left New York saying, I'll never be in the construction industry again. <laughs> Famous last words. Yeah. <laughs> Famous last words. Moved down to Charlotte uh got a gig teaching um did that for about four years and then went and worked for a, a national home builder um at the time did that for about a year and a half and then launched uh jasper builders in 1999 so um, we've been at it for a pretty good bit have seen a lot of growth uh, in the charlotte market which has been uh, pretty exciting and kind of through the evolution of the company, now I would consider us a boutique builder where we're a smaller company. We'll do, you know, six or eight homes a year, all higher end. Um, most of it is designed in-house. We do do some plans that clients have before they get to mm -hmm. us. But for the most part, folks are coming to us right in the beginning and we're able to design, uh, design homes that 
um, you know, are really the best fit for the lot and the property that we're building on because they're they're crazy lots and each one's really unique. Gosh, so something I'm always fascinated by um, is talking to someone that like founded a business is just the evolution of Jasper Builders. Did you were you always a home builder? How is the you know number of jobs that you're doing? You mentioned a little bit the type of job has maybe changed a little bit over the years, but I feel like we have a lot of guests that come in that like inherited construction businesses, um, and have, that's been super cool to watch how they have like uh, evolve or change mark. thing, make their mark right. And then we have a lot of people that have. Uh, started construction businesses within the last, you know, three or four or five years, which has been a crazy time as well too. But I'd love to hear yeah. from 1999 through today, kind of what that evolution has looked like for you. Yeah. So pretty much chucking a truck, right? <laughs> so that's the way I started. And then, and, and basically evolution is a great way to put it. Cause when I moved down here, I was really introduced to this concept of subcontractors, right? Cause when we were building in New York, I mean, we pretty much did everything in-house, mm. right? The things that we we didn't do in-house, masonry, um, and that was about it. Everything else we did in-house. So I've pulled wires and sweated pipes and hung drywall insulation. I mean, we did it all. We even waterproofed our own foundations. I mean, it was all. And then I moved down here and um, got into this business with, you know, this national home builder that I was telling you about. And I mean, everything was a subcontractor and I was pretty much horrified right? <laughs> that no one was work? doing it in, in house yeah. and then really got myself eventually to the spot of understanding, okay, we're really hiring, not jack of all trades, but we're hiring guys that are experts in their particular field and trade. But it, it took me a while to get there. Um, and then the next piece of that was kind of, you know, I was managing, golly, at the time, probably something like 15 jobs at a time wow. um, for this this builder. And they were like, OK, we're going to promote you to warranty manager. <laughs> it was like, I'm like, yeah, there's zero chance of that. So at that point, I I jumped ship and uh, sort of had to create the business from there because uh, I'm. Um, a terrible employee so <laughs> i gotta be self-employed because i'm not great at following direction hey at least you recognize that you got to play to your strengths right that's important yeah that's I, true i i don't want to distract too long i'm a former teacher what did you teach did you teach construction yeah so my degree um was in physics and math <laughs> hey that's so what i actually <laughs> yeah i actually taught uh high school math and physics that, that might explain too, that was something I, following the rules as the teacher is a real unique place to be when you're kind of a natural <laughs> rule breaker yourself, you know, like the guys <laughs> in the back of the class not paying attention, you're like, I remember you, I can empathize with this. Uh, yeah, so the other side of that, that was kind of crazy because I was like 24, right? And I'm, I'm teaching these <laughs> seniors in high school that are 18 years old. Yeah. <laughs> It was, so I'm having it was weird. conferences and these parents are looking at me like I'm their kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like being in a movie scene. You're like, wow, it's like I never I never thought I'd find myself in this situation. Right. But here we are. That yeah, was it me was every pretty, day. It was yeah. Pretty yeah. Um, you know, you ended up in you chucked in a truck to boutique build. 
were yeah. you, was that always your goal or does that something that as you took on more work and you got more strategic, you kind of, that's where you wanted to end up being over time. Yeah. So I think, um, I think the change really started happening when I, when I like started turning into a really big reader. Right. So when I was in high school, I read a lot for fun, you know, um, and then like Dan Brown kind of stuff. Right. Um, and then all through college, I was like zero chance of me reading for fun because I was reading for work basically mm -hmm. all the time and then got away from it for a long time. And then I'll tell you, one of the most significant things on my journey was 1999. I had a neighbor and he handed me a book called Financial Peace by Dave Ramsey. And he's like, I saw this guy speak and he's like, it's the most significant thing that ever happened to me in my life. And I read that book and really became kind of a business finance junkie from that. So just started doing a lot of reading, started really understanding what it means to, to own a business and to run a business and to not just manage a project, mm -hmm. right? So at that point really started more putting more energy into um, processes and procedures and, you know, fast forward, golly, I think now I've been with, with you guys on the builder trend for, I don't know, maybe seven years now, something like that, which again is, you know, process, process, process. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah so that's, that was the evolution, you know, out of the truck and the truck out of Chuck and the truck. And then understanding, right? Like you're so limited, right? You can only be in one place doing one thing at a time. And you basically handcuff yourself if you're afraid to grow. That's a great point. You know, one of the things we wanted to talk to you about today, and you kind of mentioned the peer to peer relationship, you got the recommendation to check out Dave Ramsey. Are you, is that an area of focus that you kind of think about with construction are you part of any local builder groups or have you kind of passed on your knowledge to other builders in your area oh yeah i'm, I'm fully entrenched i'm about to start my third year um as the president of our local hba oh so, wow um we actually have our, our biggest event of the year is tomorrow night so um you know this this is a good warm-up um, for me being in front of the camera, cause tomorrow I'll be in a suit and a tie addressing 300 people, wow. um, at six o'clock tomorrow. So definitely involved in our local HBA. Um, and then outside of that, I'm involved in a 20 group, um, through the national home builder association, which was also a peer recommendation in 2014. And, um, one of the most significant changes, uh, really is about being involved in a group like that where everybody is fully committed to your success. It's a, it's bizarre how much um, interest like-minded people will pour into each other. I mean, it, it's amazing. Gosh, Zach, do you think we could get a flight to? Uh, yeah, I was, do you need like some North some, Carolina by tomorrow at six? Some open up commentary. You. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> we could introduce like you. If you need a week, couple wingmen. Yeah, uh, come on in. I think we actually, we've got an extra spot at our table. Yeah. So. Oh, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's, a, we get to Charlotte. We have direct. <laughs> we easy. get there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome. Could you talk a little bit more? So how long have you been involved in those and what's kind of like 
the meeting cadence, like obviously you just said, like uh, people pour information in, use them as reliable resources a lot, but what's kind of like the frequency or kind of give an overview for, I think a lot of our listeners and something that Zach and I have seen is like a growing trend is people want to get more involved and they're not really quite sure how it's something Builder Trends trying to help solve and why we wanted to have you on the podcast today. Um, but what does that kind of look like at a high level and what's kind of the, the cadence? Yeah, so I'll give it to you in twofold because it's it's very different, right? So one of the things that I'm trying to do here locally with our HBA is to get everybody to understand that we're all on the same team, right? Like th- there's plenty of work here to mm-hmm. go around and, and we're in a competitive market, right? For, for what we're doing and the sort of product that we build, the, the market is competitive, but it doesn't have to be cutthroat, right? So there should be a support system around there for us both sharing trades and sharing information, right? So my my real goal there is to, uh, number one is to get more of our builders involved in our local HBA. We've got a lot of members. We need more guys that are actually involved mm-hmm. and, and truly understand what the HBA is doing for them um, from a political standpoint, from a support standpoint. I mean, we, I know I, we were chatting earlier. It was 28 degrees here um, this morning in North Carolina, which is crazy for us. But, you know, we had all the tree huggers in, in, in Congress. They're trying to pass an energy bill to move our ceiling insulation to an R64. It's currently R68. The, the ROI on that is 100 years. It would take you 100 years to make your money wow. back on those energy savings in our climate. Well, our HBA, state HBA, fought it. The government, we we thought that the governor uh, uh, vetoed our bill and then we got a super PAC and overturned it. So, I mean, the amount of money, energy, insanity that the HBA just saved all of the builders in our state is astronomical, right? So I need to make sure all of our local guys know that and they're participating and supporting because of that. So that's on that side. On the Builder 20 side, it's very different because we're not in any sort of competition, right? We're all kind of doing the same thing, but we're in completely separate markets. Uh, So our meetings are in person twice a year. Our group actually does a monthly Zoom call um, where we just sort of check in and do 911s, right? Like if somebody's got hey, I've got this situation happening, whether it's with, you know, a municipality or a client or a trade or whatever, we're all just completely sharing our insights, experiences, all of that. So that's our monthly check-in. And then we meet twice a year um, at one of the, one of the, one of the locations of our builders. So we were just up in Chicago um, with Greenside Design Build uh, in September. Um, and our fall meeting is always about marketing. So we'll spend a couple of days talking about marketing. We'll bring in um, some experts um, in that industry, you know, to, to talk to us about it. And because there's, you know, 18 or 20 companies sharing that expense, we can bring in some pretty high level right. folks that individually we couldn't do. Um, so that's pretty amazing. And then our spring meetings are always financials. 
and it's a complete open book. So we basically fillet ourselves open for all of the groups. We bring in an independent to come through. And actually, we go through every single company's financials from A to Z over three days that we're together. And it's an encouragement, you know, for folks that, um, you know, are crushing it. And then there's also like, hey, dude, why are you why are you giving it away? Right. right. Why why are your margins so bad? You know, what's happening and, and that sort of thing. Like we had a guy um in our group who was he's he's a semi-custom guy, so a little bit different um th- than most of the group. Um, but he had something like 22 contracts that he signed during COVID that he couldn't build for what the contracts were. And it's a, you know, a great company with a great name. And he's like, you know, I don't know what to do. You know, I can't just walk away from these guys. And we're like, hey, you've got to sit down with these clients. You can't build these houses. You're going to be broke. You're going to be out of business. And we were able to kind of coach him up, all of us collectively, and encourage him. And he went down. He had 24 meetings with the clients um, face-to-face in the office and just said, hey, you know, here's where we are. We've got to renegotiate or I've got to let you go. And he had like 22 successes out of those 24. Wow. So, you know, if he was on an island or completely on his own and in that situation, he'd be flipping burgers today. Like he would not have a construction company, but it's just that level of just honesty and support, caring and compassion for each other that just makes uh, it's the values, the values insane. That's an amazing story. And I'm thinking that's probably really scary initially when you join those groups because being delayed, as you put it, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it, it, it can't feel good, but the, the trust that it builds with, the people in the group, the results, and obviously. Yeah, you probably have a lot more confidence. Yeah. So you if you want to join the group, and, and here's the other thing. There, there's obviously there's expense involved. It's not cheap. And you go commit to spending three days with these guys and girls to you know being honest about your business. You have no idea what you're gonna get. Right. Right. And then at the end of that, you're like, well, goodness gracious, I hope they like I hope they like me. I hope they let me in. <laughs> Is that how it works? You have to, is there like, actually, is it 20? There's a limit. You can only have 20 in. Yeah. yeah. So 20 is the limit, you know, more than that. It's just, it's too hard. Right. Because then the level of accountability goes down, the level of participation goes down. So 20 is the limit. Um, We like to keep our group around 16, 17. Yeah. So that we've always got room to to bring somebody in that that we find or come across that's a superstar. Yeah. What is the best way for someone who maybe is a Chuck in a truck and has wants to become a boutique builder to find these networks and communities that could help support them? Yeah, the home, the National Home Builders Association is the way to go, and you've got to belong to your local in order to get into the national. Um, but if you get into the, you get into the local and then you, um, get into the national and then you just, um, submit an application for 20 club. But if you're doing the things like IBS, um, 
the International Builder Show. Uh, if you're doing things like that, there's plenty of contacts there. There's actually a, there's a 20 club room. So if you're a member of a 20 club, not necessarily ours, um, but whatever 20 club you're in, you've got access to that room and they're always doing special presentations there, whether it's, you know, accounting or job management or contract law. Um, but then there's also a like um, custom builder room where you can get into the custom builder or a remodelers council. Um, so there's tons of information available. If you're if you're looking for it, you're going to find it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And just talking to you, I can tell like, and you you referenced this a little bit as well. Is just like having that growth mindset is so important. It's like the resources are right there and they're offered to you. It's just a matter of like being hungry for it and taking advantage of it and admitting that you don't know everything and that no one knows everything, but collectively, you know, everyone knows everything. So that's, that's, that's a super awesome resource. And it's, it's honestly like kind of inspiring just to listen to you because Zach and I can, you know, take that same sort of mentality to the, the work that we're doing as well. And it's, it's just cool to see the industry change and shift towards offering more and more of those things. I'd be interested in your perspective of like, how has these or how have these communities and, and builder groups and things like that evolved from when you first started? Like, when did you first kind of get involved? Yeah, so, and, and you guys, this may be an opportunity for you to edit this out. <laughs> and it won't, it won't bother me, but it, it may bother you, right? So kind of when you get into these things, and I'll take my local HBA, right? So as soon as I got out on my own, I was like, okay. I really got no idea. <laughs> I got really no idea what I'm doing, right? Like I can build a house, I can put all these pieces together, but navigating building permits and municipalities and local laws, um, employment contracts, insurance, right? All of these things, I have no idea. So I joined the local HBA like very early on. And, uh, but when I got in it, you know, the feeling was, I was like, man, this is kind of an old boys club, mm -hmm. right? Like, you know, here's this kid, mm -hmm. you know, basically I was a kid, 25 years old, 26 years old. And, uh, and they're like, here's this kid. And, you know, I'm in there with these guys and I'm from the North. Right. And it, like, I was a little bit stronger from the North. <laughs> 25 years ago um right and it's these older southern guys that have been doing it their way in what was a small market at that time and it was tough right to cut my teeth in it um, but luckily i stuck with it found some folks that i could really be like um that, you know that i could really trust and had develop a level of camaraderie with so that helped. But yeah, it's, I mean, it's scary, right? And then kind of what you were talking about earlier, Charlie, when you're, you're doing this and you're like, okay, it's, it gets scary when you're trying to grow, right? Because payroll happens, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're chucking a truck and you don't get paid this week, you got a little savings and you can make that happen. But when you got payroll, you got payroll, right? And that's a, that's a whole different level of, of pressure, I don't, I think that's an amazing story to anybody out there who maybe is breaking the industry to find those opportunities. You, it, it may be harder than you think, but they're out there and you can persevere and 
build that connection and find people that are in the same situation or will mentor you. And I'm sure you remember it now, I can tell, and you probably have newer people in your chapter that you make it a point to make sure that they have that support system earlier rather than later. And that's a, that's an effect that carries on over time. So that's, I think for anybody who maybe is listening to this, that's like, I know exactly what that feels like, you know, keep trying to find those outlets because there's a good chance that you're, there's someone that will be able to benefit you and help you. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's value to you and giving back too, right? It's like everybody should have somebody, a Peter, a Paul, and a Barnabas, right? Somebody that is mentoring to you, somebody that you're mentoring to, and then somebody you're working and walking beside, right? So we we had a guy that came and worked with us um, uh, probably about eight years ago, nine years ago, something like that young green loved the industry and when he came on with us he said hey it's my goal to eventually own my own business and we just said hey awesome we're going to support you all that we can we just ask you to be completely transparent with us you know no shady stuff nothing like that and we supported him completely we paid for everything that he needed to get his education to get his builder's license you know he he we held his builder's license for a few years and then you know he came in and said hey you know i'm i'm getting ready and we were like awesome you know here's kind of your workload these are when your projects are finishing up and uh you know and and we're gonna we're gonna bless you and we're gonna encourage you um and he's been on his own own now four or five years something like that and uh he's still a, he's a great friend to me he's actually my he's my vice president um in the in the local hba and we refer work to him all the time and he's you know it's it's really good and i love to see him excited about the industry and and thriving um and he's thriving he's crushing it he's doing a great job that's awesome to hear what a cool story and i think uh I mean, just hearing you talk, there's a ton of advice, not just for new individuals trying to break into the industry, but existing professionals that are looking to pivot or grow or learn more or become better. I think everything you're saying is just gold <laughs> for people listening out there. So I hope they take advantage. The one thing I'd say is like shameless plug for Builder Trend is I mentioned previously, we're trying to help grow that community in uh, not just the Omaha area, but across the across the nation. So there are opportunities. If you are a Builder Trend customer, reach out to your coach and see if uh, there's something coming up. We have Builder Trend University classes every month. We have um, Builder Bond events. We have we're going out to IBS, like you referenced, uh, in a few months. So there's some more, I'd say, like low pressure opportunities to go out there and make connections and, and talk to professionals as well too. So uh, if you are a Builder Trend customer or not, you know, call us and we can help point in the right direction. So I, I'll I'll plug you right because here's he, so we had four years in our office in our conference room a, like a giant uh, whiteboard and you know all gridded out you know clients names all down the left hand side and then blocks of weeks right so we would have like four weeks blocked out in that calendar and the calendar was kind of a running right. So you're in, you know, the second week, you get through that, you erase that column, and then the fifth week becomes the first column, right? So it's like a rolling. 
And oh, it was so hard for me, <laughs> for me to give that up. I mean, it's so we took it down. I actually put it in storage because I was not convinced that we weren't going to go back to it. <laughs> and uh, we took it down and we put this 72 inch television screen uh, up on the wall and hooked builder trend up to it. Oh, that's awesome. And, but, but it was, I mean, it was, that was not an easy thing to do, right? Because you kind of like, okay, my system's not perfect, but it's my system and it works. It works. Yep. Right. So for that, for us to be like, okay, we're, we're, we're making the move and it's, it's going to be painful and it, and it's painful. I'm not going to pretend that it's not. It's painful, right? <laughs> to get painful. in, to make the move, to to create all the templates, to code all of your code costs, to match with QuickBooks, and and it it's painful. But good golly, it's so worth it. And uh, you know, we just had you guys may or may not know this, but we just had Shelby in here with us two or three months ago. Um, and like I said, we're using, we're, we're using builder trend, probably I would say today, 90% of its power. We're, we're not super users, but we're damn close. And, you know, we made the investment, uh, again, that's not cheap, right? But we, we brought Shelby in, she spent three days with us and just helped us clean up some processes and techniques and that sort of thing to make us so much more, you know, so much more efficient and but again it's the same thing right you got to slow down right we took three days out of building houses for for learning right so getting yourself to that point where you're willing to make that investment that's also hard too but again super useful and i know that there's other software out there and you can probably do it with any software out there but you know we're in with you guys and and we're really pleased with it i love it yeah, Shelby actually reports to me now, so I'm extremely happy to hear. This is the second time she's gotten a shout out on the building code. So, yeah, so she's trying to get us to come. I guess I think it's called Super User, right? Yeah, she's like, you got to come out to our Super User program. That's awesome. That's amazing, Sean. We could go for another hour. I got a lot of other hanging questions, so we always <laughs> like to extend the invite. You're always welcome back. Absolutely on the building code. Awesome. We really appreciate being here. Yeah, thank you so much for your time uh, and wisdom. This was a, a great episode. So yeah, just thank you very much. No, thank you guys. I appreciate it. I was like 30 minutes, man. What am I going to talk about for 30 minutes? It feels like we've been on for three minutes. So. <laughs> Flies by. Well, until next time, and definitely let us know if you do decide to come out to the uh, super user thing. Zach and I will be here, so it'd be great to meet you in person. Awesome. Sweet. Thanks, Sean. Thank you, Sean. All right. Cheers, fellas. We just had Sean Gallagher of Jasper Homes in here talking a little bit about builder community and boy, did we hit the treasure trove. Yeah, that was incredible. I'm not even going to wait for you to ask me what I thought. I'm just going to yeah, jump in because cutting in whatever. Yeah, no, I loved it. Um, Sean was incredible. I think um, it's a recurring theme kind of uh, coincidentally that the last few guests that we've had on here have continued to kind of stress the importance of community. And the, some of the examples that Sean brought up about issues people were going through and, and uh, problems they were trying to solve and being able to lean on that group, um, bringing in your financials and diving in, like the ability to get experts across the field, um, kind of pooling those resources together is just, I, I can understand how you can survive and honestly thrive, how you can do as a business without it. But 
the level that you can take your business and your own learning and your understanding and just knowledge through a group like that um, is just through the roof. So yeah, incredibly um, beneficial, not just hopefully for our listeners, but also for me as well. Yeah, it's kind of like before we jumped on air today, we were kind of joking about something that we launched that you were like, that's, that's awesome. And I was like, I stole the idea. And yeah. it's like, it's a very similar. You just don't know what your blind spots are. And someone out there has probably come up with cool solutions to problems that you're having and can give you a lot of insight and in how they addressed it. And he talked about that with his experiences about, you know, having someone whose books were not in a good place and like getting right. out of that. It's a lot of relief that's tangible just by building a connection with another person who knows what it's like to be in your shoes. So that really stuck with me and it's really exciting to hear builders share more and more of those experiences. So we'll leave it at that. We'd love to have Sean back on the building code to talk a little about some other things he does because he's very active in the Charlotte yeah. community. So Sean, thank you so much for your time. Listeners, we love you. Thank you so much for liking, subscribing. I'm stealing Charlie's thunder today. That's okay. You're killing it. Yeah. We're just going to end this outro. I'm Zach Watovich. And I'm Charlie Bertelsel. We'll catch you next time on the building code. Peace.